0: Hey, 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 it's Steve Hollis today here, and I'm alone at uh, your podcast, Crossroads Community Church. And uh, you'll want to stick in to listening to today because I think that, that what I bring to you is some very important, important uh, personal uh, matters and situations in which God is working at different levels. In our life. So before we get to that, I'd like to uh, thank you right off the bat for clicking on to this link and and listening and, and taking some time uh, to just um, be refreshed about what uh, was brought to us on Sunday and uh, what we can look forward to in this coming week. But um, I hope that each of you are enjoying your fall. I know that we've got some rainy weather right now, but if you're kind of in that... Uh, in that mood for fall weather layered clothing uh wearing a hat uh you know kind of nuzzling up with a nice spiced latte or a pumpkin spice or whatever this is your kind of weather uh enjoy guys i tell you it's it's it can be enjoyable if we look at it that way so i hope you are enjoying it uh pass ready is uh taking uh some time off and he is continuing to rest up and he will be back with us uh very soon but we are so grateful for our pastor this is pastor appreciation um month and and if one of the pastors here at crossroads have uh, been such a um oh, a blessing to you uh, maybe be a blessing to them this month and and uh look to thank them um in one form or another um just uh lighten their day and uh, let them know they're loved. And I know that I do appreciate it when it has happened, and it does happen. And so thank you. Well, before I get started today, I do love to pray over our podcast, so let's do that right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I'm so grateful to be your kid. I'm so grateful to be loved by you. And I'm so grateful that once you bring me into as you accept me because of Jesus Christ, and you bring me to your lap, you continue to work with me as a great father, a good father that you are. You don't give up on me. You continue to, to help me through my own struggles, my challenges, and you continue to um, know where I am um, despite what I've done and, and the disobedience. Lord, I just want to say thank you for that. You never give up on us. You never fail us. And your mercy and grace is amazing. It's it's new and and refreshing. And and uh, we have a choice. We get to turn these things over to you. And I just pray, Father, that we will allow you to do it. And we will allow you, the Holy Spirit, to refresh us. And so that's what we're looking for today. As we spend a little bit of time talking about what Sam brought to us on Sunday and what you brought him to bring us. And so thank you for that. And we just praise your name for what you're going to do in this podcast. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, uh, without further ado, let's just get right into it. And um, there's this small book in the New Testament that Sam brought to us. It's called Philemon. And it's the guy's name. Uh, He was the uh, pastor in Colossa. I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, about that right here. Um, it, it is, this, this book is, is not very long at all. Um, the, this letter that, uh, is called Philemon, um, was brought and written, well, actually it was, it was written by Paul, and it was, uh, sent to Philemon, and in Philemon, um, we see uh, about some things that um, we learn about some things about this man Philemon so I'm gonna I'm gonna read uh, an insert from my everyman's Bible it's the NLT uh, Bible but in in this inside this it says it's entitled a bold favor now I'm gonna read a little bit about this and it tells a little bit about Philemon and then I'll get into what Sam talked a little bit about and I'll read the rest of it here's what it says forgiveness can cost a lot. It might entail financial loss. It might involve emotional distress. It might mean swallowing a chunk of pride. And yet God calls his people to forgive as a well-off church leader named Philemon discovered. Philemon apparently lived in Colossa, a small town on the Lycus River about 100 miles east of Ephesus. Once an important trading center, by the first century, Colossae had declined in importance and size due to the growth of two neighboring cities, Laodicea and Herop- Heropolis. Philemon owned a large home, enough uh, or a home large enough to accommodate the Colossian or the Col- um, <laughs> isn't that funny? You come across the word and you know you've said it many times, but you just get stumbled. Uh, Colossan, I'll just put it that way. I don't know why I'm struggling over that. the the church there in Colossa. Philemon won too. And also owned slaves, as did others in the congregation. One of his slaves, Onesimus, whose name means useful, stole some items belonging to Philemon and ran away. Under Roman law, a runaway slave could be severely punished and even violently killed upon his recapture. So I'm going to stop right there. And let's just take a look about what Sam brought to us on Sunday. Sam told us a little bit about Philemon and and his relationship with Paul. And we find out, as we will find out as we continue to read, that that Paul brought Philemon to Christ um, a few years earlier, and now Paul is in prison. And um, so Paul has become the spiritual father of Philemon, and the growth of the church Um in Colossa, um, has grown. And and it's because of the obedience of Philemon. And now this thing happens where Onesimus steals items from Philemon's house as a slave and runs away. Now, if you've been in Crossroads uh, Church for a while, uh, you've recognized this story as being a, a close representation to uh, Les Miserables and the way that the priest um, forgave uh, a man who had stole some items from his house or from uh, from the sanctuary and um, actually stole the silver and ran away. And, and it was all be, even in the midst of this uh, priest helping um, my goodness, here I am. I thought I was prepared to tell you his name and I've forgotten it. And you're saying, yep, his name is blah, blah, blah. And you're trying to help me right now as you're listening, but um, it might come back to me later. But um, we see that clip being run through our mind. Uh, maybe if you've been here at Crossroads where Eddie had brought that clip to us many, many times about forgiveness, about somebody that does not deserve it. Well, the you know, the, the guard... Um, brought this man back to the priest he said uh we've we've captured him um you know here he is um you know what do you want to do with him you know uh, and he says oh the priest says oh thank you so much um uh, for bringing back i was so worried about him now look you need to be taking these like i told you and 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 um make sure that you use them uh well and um uh, um uh, you know and, and he just forgave him and he showed that kindness even though um, it seemed very very much that uh, there should be uh, execution of of the law and uh, the different things so you take that story that was written uh, if you're musical you know as you think about that Les Miserables and you think about Philemon and you think about forgiveness and Sam brings this to us and and uh, he begins to open up this book a little bit for us and he talks over philemon the one chapter that it is uh, verses 17 over 20. and we start to see what paul does through this letter so let's read on about that philemon heard nothing about his runaway slave for some time until he received a short unexpected letter from the imprisoned apostle paul Not long before, Paul had led Philemon to faith in Christ, and so Philemon probably felt delighted to hear from his spiritual father. Yet Paul wasn't writing merely to say hello. He informed Philemon that he had come into contact with Onesimus while in prison and had helped the runaway slave make a commitment to Christ. Now he was sending Onesimus back to his master, no longer as a slave, but as a beloved brother. Paul had only one tiny request— Quote, show kindness to my child Onesimus I became his father in the faith while here in prison Onesimus hasn't been much of use much use to you in the past but now he is very useful to the both of us I am sending him back to you and with him comes my own heart That's from uh, the verses 10 through 12 So Paul had only one tiny request, show kindness to my child Onesimus. I became his father in the faith while here in prison. In other words, uh, Paul was asking his friend to forgive Onesimus, forgive him for running away, forgive him for theft, forgive him for disrupting the household. The apostle wanted to tap the generosity and kindness of Philemon, even asking him to welcome Onesimus as you would welcome me. Then to show the seriousness of his request, Paul added, If he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge it to me. Philemon had a choice to make. He had every right under Roman law to beat or even execute his returned slave. He could take what Onesimus owed him out of the slave's hide. But Paul had asked him, not commanded him, though he pointed out in verse 8 that he could have to forbear. Forgiveness can be costly. It certainly was for Philemon. But when God gets involved, the payback far exceeds the expense. So let's talk about that a little bit. When, when Sam was bringing this to us on Sunday, we we're he was talking about Philemon and the story of and Paul and, and the request that Paul was talking about and then also saying, look, if he owes you anything, put it on my tab. Then he brings it to the present day, brings it to our situation. And he says, what uh, time or what even presently maybe in history or in present moment have you done something that was mm, I was right. It was a right motive. It It was a right thing to do. I was in the right. I'll put it that way. And somebody wronged you. And now the situation has happened. There was there was nothing on your part that you did wrong, but now you have it. You've you've had a choice from the very beginning. Uh, what am I going to do about this? And and maybe it's now been for years, and bitterness has welled up. Maybe there has been confusion and struggle and you've tried to forgive, you've you've worked through different situations, you've even reached out, but there's been a, a lash back, or there's been some kind of form of, uh, there's never been a closure on this, and so it's still brewing, It's still uh, it still sits, and you don't know what to do about it anymore, it's just, and God is working still in your heart to try to figure this out, I think that in our present day, we have situations like this in our life that we must and have to go beyond what we feel we've already done and it is right and look to what God has shown us through His mercy and grace. And much like the prodigal son where the dad in the parable um, had given the son his inheritance. The son goes away. He he splurges on everything and sins in every aspect, in every way. When he comes to his senses and he comes to realizing that he has nothing left, he comes back to the father. And what does the father do? He beats and kills him, right? No. The father not only accepts him with open arms, but the Father runs to him. How many of you presently could say you would run to someone that's hurt you with open arms? I mean, talk about forgiveness as God would forgive, and that's it. So what has to happen before we can even get to that moment? A change has to happen. We have to shift our paradigm and and see through lenses that are uh, as God or as Jesus would see it. It's tough when we have decisions to make like this and choices and changes when we're challenged with the fact that they've done something wrong, I don't deserve it. Um, it's caused so many ripple effects in our life, and has even changed um, the the mode or the way that that life was was expecting to go. Changed relationships. It's changed jobs. Um, people. Uh, Maybe had been taken to court um, wrongly, and and uh, maybe had taken money from you. Maybe there's relationships in your uh, your your extended family that are so destroyed that that uh, doesn't seem like there's any going back from it. There could be uh, children involved. There could be um, uh, you know uh, levels of. Of advancement in a job that have been destroyed and now nothing has been the same and this person has prospered and you've not and, and there's a blame, there's a bitterness, there's toxic stuff in your heart and you're trying to live a life for God. You're trying to work through this process and you're, you're not trying to be bitter but it just keeps coming up and and satan seems to just tempt you over and over and over and we we come across Philemon and we come across Sam bringing this stuff to us and we're like I don't want to deal with that. I don't I don't want to I don't want to work through that. Why why would you even have to bring this up? And and then you know we we push aside things like we should pray for our enemy, we should we should love our enemy we should we should work through this process that we should do these things and we're like no i don't want to i want to go ahead and grovel where i'm at even though i don't feel good about it i'm i i feel comfortable in groveling rather than forgiveness i feel very uncomfortable in forgiving them i feel very uncomfortable with challenging myself to go through that road because that's not right and And our selfishness comes up and our pride says, I didn't deserve it in the first place. Why should I be the one to challenge myself to step forward? See, that's where a Christian life is different than any other life. See, payback seems to be uh, the quest nowadays, right? No matter what. No matter where uh, you stand with a lot of things, you hear it. You think, um, and, and it gets infiltrated into our minds. We we think, okay, well, I'm, I'm deserved of that payback. But forgiveness and praying for our brother and sister, um, especially as as Philemon uh, um, understood from uh, Paul that Onesimus had become a brother in Christ, that... Instead of abusing, uh, or using rather, I'll just say it that way, instead of using the law and using the law of the land and the Romans and, and this whole process to make it right, he used the love and the law of God to love our neighbor as ourself. Even though many times we, our own self, have not deserved that love um, from others, and especially not from God, for we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, as the word says. But we are to then look and to see what we can do on us. It's not about what they can do. We want them to to do something different. We want them to change. We want them to to come around to understanding what they've done. We we want them to, to grovel and and to to hurt even. They we want them to, uh, they we want them to get it right. They wanna we want them to to fix it. And I, I want to say this, folks. I want to say that that I've seen in the past where people have gone through this process even, and they've forgiven, but then the expectation from the other side is still set there, and. And this, the little tiny seed of bitterness or expectation, expecting them to come back and to to make it right on their end, um, never happens. They're waiting, they're waiting, they're waiting, and it just grows a new weed, and it, it grows a toxic plant, so to speak, in your life that never can be, it's just poisonous. And it... And it's not the true forgiveness. When we erase the debt of someone, you know, Sam even mentioned that the other day where he brought up the parable where there was a man that owed the the master uh, of the city, um, uh, the, the lord of the city, a great deal of money, you know, thousands of dollars. And... He was forgiven the debt. He, he begged and pleaded and was forgiven that debt. And then went back out. He was released. Went back out on the street and went directly to the man who owed him like 60 bucks. And demanded it. And the man couldn't give it and repay it. And he beat him. And he threw him in jail. Because the law allowed him to. The parable goes to say, look, this is how God is working in your life. He's forgiven you. Because of Jesus and the price that was paid, because of his blood that was shed, how are we responding to the the best gift and forgiveness ever? How are we responding to forgiveness and needing to forgive in our own lives? So no matter the cause, no matter the situation, no matter the individual, there is a response that we have to take, and, and in one form or another, we're going to be making a decision. If we forgive like Jesus, uh, through God, uh, you know, through Jesus through to God, and we forgive and forget and, and, and wash our hands clean, then that's the ultimate choice where we allow that forgiveness and the clean slate to happen. Forgiveness is given as a gift. It's not expected anything in return. But if we layer that down below that in any terms, and, and the worst being that I'm not going to forgive you, I'm going to harbor bitterness, I'm going to regret that you were ever born, that kind of thing, then we are going to have to deal with the Holy Spirit's continued nudging, continued work in our life, and either we're going to push him away, or we're going to work on what God is doing in the journey of our life. So that's ultimately it is what it is, because not only here on earth is it important for how we continue to walk and and testify the strength of God and the love of God through our life. And so that others uh, we'll see how we're going to reflect Jesus, but it's also an uh, e- eternal e- reward. Eternally, God is saying, I have seen how you've forgiven, and that is a cr- that is a jewel in your crown, eternally. Look it up, guys. Look it up in the Word. There's going to be jewels, there's going to be um, treasures in heaven. Because there's a reward cycle that's going on in your life. How are you journeying through this? How are you forgiving? How are you acting and reacting? And as you do this proactively through reading the word and trusting God with surrender of your life and practicing obedience and listening to the Holy Spirit, then you are going to be rewarded for these things in, in, uh, in heaven and in eternity. God's promised these things, and so I just want to re- respond, or I want to make sure that that you hear that. It's so important. I don't know if you remember back at the beginning of the year, I I spoke on on uh, uh, 2020 vision, and I was the last. Uh, I did a two sermon series, and and the last one I did was talking about um, reflecting His image, and I talked about. How I talked about the silversmith, and I've talked about on in this podcast before, and so I'm not going to go into detail there, but what the silversmith is looking through the process that he brings uh, the silver into pureness, right? He's looking for his reflection. So this journey and the heat sometimes get up. It rises in our life. And this might be one of those opportunities where you're feeling some pressure, uh, maybe the heat, of the sermon, <laughs> the heat of this podcast, the heat of the the uh, Holy Spirit working on your life to bring forth uh, some of these things that you've not really dealt with in completion. And God wants to bring that crud up, and He wants to take it away, and the only way to do it is to release it unto Him. And as we do that, we reflect Jesus, and the people that are a part of it or the person maybe one person and it's in secret and private they are the only ones that know will know it's not their job then to respond well that's that's theirs with god but it's not your then yours then to expect for something to be returned to you it's for you to give away the forgiveness give it to god wash it clean from your hands and then you will experience a joy like no other. Jesus and his heart will grow in you and will you will mature in Christ and you will, you will continue to do these things in life. It will reflect to other people how you respond, how you continue to grow, how you continue to walk your life until you uh, pass this age and go into the next where Jesus it, it welcomes you into heaven. And so I just want to encourage you to look at your life, look at those areas, and and uh, and be released and into freedom, and the true freedom. Uh, if you need to forgive someone, uh, along these lines of Philemon and what Paul is saying uh, to him. So it is. It's a great conversation to have with you today. Um, It's something that we all need to hear. I need to hear it. And I need to continue to work and look at where, if any, areas that I need to be doing this. We all need to continue to mature in Christ. Some of us are still stuck on milk. I hate to say it. But uh, you're babes in Christ, and, and one way you can continue the maturity and to get ready to eat that meat of uh, the fullness and that substance of the Christian life is to take care of some of these areas. So this was a pretty pretty big uh, podcast in a lot of ways to, to respond to Sam's uh, message on Sunday. But um, it's so good for us uh, to hear and to be reminded of what God is saying through his word. And even in this small little book of Philemon, we're reminded what forgiveness can do, and what it has in store for our own lives as we respond to the Holy Spirit's leading. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time on the podcast. I thank you for the moments of realization, the aha moments, the things that we're working through on our own lives. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will continue to work in us, strengthen us, and, and help us to de- depend upon you, rather our, our own understanding, as Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says. You'll guide us, you'll direct us, you'll continue to work in us. And we need to continue to look at your word and for the truths therein. So I pray for those that are listening to this, that they will uh, will be encouraged as they move forward in forgiveness. And uh, we just will give you all the praise and the glory for what you're going to be doing um, through our decisions and choices as you've led us and through our obedience to you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thanks so much for joining me today, and um, I'm sure that uh, Eddie will be with us next week. It might be a day late. It might be on on Thursday of next week, but uh, nonetheless, we will have uh, our pastor, maybe a couple of guests um, with us as well. Uh, We're going to continue to move through this time, and we just uh, hope that you will continue to trust the Lord with it all. Um, So God bless. Stay protected. You know, love the Lord and uh, keep smiling. And uh, until next time, we'll go ahead and say goodbye for now. Bye-bye.